Guys, welcome back to another episode of Unmotivated Listen. We're sitting here with Better Best Dog. I think we're going to talk about that feeling, you know, and I've never been good with feelings. Um, <laughs> the only feeling that makes sense is anger and rage to me because that's how I was raised. But that feeling of being lost and what that feels like, what that does to a person, what do you do um, when you're experiencing, especially as a man a lot of times, and I know we lean into that, that, that idea of the man, but, you know, I know for a fact because I've, I've, I've been a man for a long time, um, that there's not a lot of places or people we can call on. And in this case, if you do come from a, a upbringing where your father wasn't heavily involved, now you can't call your pops um, or someone who you'd want to be like who should have been your father uh, for clarity and, and advice. So, you know, if Jamarcus, if you don't mind, man, walk them through a couple times and, and kind of like a little bit about your story, maybe more in detail, where you were, where you know you were lost but didn't know you was lost and then when did you realize you were lost? You know, actually, I th I think I've always known I've been lost. I just never knew where to go. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. Um, and there's something I've always firmly believed in when it comes to myself. You know, my last name is Best. And, uh, you know, you have the last name. You feel like you got to live up to something. And that was just something I put on myself. My father didn't ingrain that to me. My mom didn't ingrain that to me. That's just something I always personally felt. And then growing up, you know, going through all the, the random stuff, you know, from moving a lot, from being in the military with my mom, and then eventually, you know, landing in Kansas City and then spending some time there and then going through the ups and downs. In terms of just, uh, you know, going out there and experimenting, having fun, and well, what I thought was perceived as fun, but if anything, it actually took me down a road that um, has carved out, you know, a lot of, even actually, take a step back. Going down that road of fun, so-called fun actually put me in a state of, you know, being even more lost. And that's also due to, once again, I just didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anybody who really poured into me to really think more of myself. And But me personally, I've always felt deep down inside, I mean, since I was a kid, that, I've know, that I was meant to do something great in this world. I just didn't know what. I didn't know how it was going to come to light. Um, and even when I was going through those fun times, you know, I kept telling myself that like you're meant for more, but you just don't know what, and you don't know where to start or who to talk to, but it's going to come around in some form or fashion. Now life had to happen for me to finally pull myself out of that state of mind so that I can actually start walking down that road in terms of getting in trouble with the law and then eventually getting that ankle bracelet on me to bring me finally clarity in terms of not being drunk all the damn time. You know what's funny, people, is Jamarcus was the first car I ever rode in where you had to breathe to keep the car going. Man. And, oh, yeah, that's I forgot I did have the breathalyzer in there, but I had that thing in there for, like, four years. Four years, people. Can you four imagine years. having to start your car and then, like, it's like a silent beep that only he could hear. Man. <laughs> and, you like, know, oh, I always thought about, like, yo, what happens if, like, you're in a distressed situation? Someone's trying to chase your ass and you're trying to get away and you get in your car and you got to start your car and you got to wait for that thing to warm up and then breathe into it like it's a process man it takes like about 30 to 60 seconds before you can actually start your car you did you're done yeah that's it you are so, done so help if you could better describe the feeling of knowing that you're supposed to do more because i think a lot of people may feel that way but how you feel in reality are two different things and so when you feel you're you're destined for this this bigger idea but don't mm -hmm. know where to begin you're kind of like stuck within this box mm -hmm. that you've always been limited to because you don't know how to get out but you know, what does that feeling feel like? Especially when you don't know where to begin. You know, we've talked about this. It's almost borderline depressing. Mm. You know, it's because you're like, it's um, almost back to that suffocation thing. Oh, yeah. 
you know, you feel like, you know, you want to breathe, but there's, there's all this stuff that is just keeping you confined, is suffocating you, and you just, you don't know what to do or how you're going to take that next breath. And then so what happens is then you start, um, what I did is I just started, you know, adapting to my surroundings, getting more comfortable with everything that was happening around me versus trying to break those barriers. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. I think it's a, it's a depressing feeling personally. Well, you know, and I asked another feeling because I know a lot of men, we, we bottle our neck, our feelings, or we don't say anything and then, or maybe we feel too much and that, that expresses itself in violence or rage, um, or argument, you Mm -hmm. become argumentative or defensive. And this is natural for, you know, human, both male and female, but you know, when there's no outlet, girls will get together, talk shit to each other, hang out, talk about medical problems, whatever the case may be. Men get together, and sometimes depending on what kind of group you're in, you only live in that pride, so they're only talking about things they got, things they've done, things they're doing, versus things they're going through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, since you always knew you was lost, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is it that you think you needed to find? Um, definitely more, uh, more guidance, you know, and I was looking in all the wrong areas and, you know, like I said before, for me, you know, when I finally got that, uh, that ankle monitor on and I couldn't drink anymore and then really finally having that clarity to really start thinking more about like, you know, what's really, you know, what is, what am I really doing in this life? (sighs) That for me right there was like, you know, that pivotal moment, but I mean, it's just like, you know, not, not understanding who I could go talk to, not understanding, you know, but I had to start working on myself. That was the first, first, the first moment. Um, that was the first thing I had to do, was start working on myself, and um, I, you know, I didn't even know, you know, that was really a thing because I never even was taught like, yo, take care of yourself first, go do this, go do that. Well, and talk about a little bit about that. I mean, nobody wants to throw anybody on the bus, but you know, um, from what you described to me in terms of your family, people mm-hmm. kind of just push things under the rug. Oh man, either push things under the rug, push it aside, or the what they'll also do is um, if something does get brought to light become very argumentative mm. screaming at each other because they don't know how to have a conversation yeah so you know I've, I've also learned about myself over the years especially in terms of how my family responds to things um you know how i react how i used to react and i mean i still do here and here and there but i've become more you know conscious of it so i know how to doubt like yo, let me take a second to process what's <laughs> happening here before I really respond and, and it's react. funny how certain people can just bring an emotion out of you Man. before you know it you got them through a wall or something I'm trying to tell you, bro. And, you know, where you have to sit there and really take some deep breaths. You feel your heart start racing. You start sweating a little bit. Palms start getting a little sweaty. So, you know, it's actually a really terrible feeling because your anxiety, all these things are starting to happen. And all you want to do is just like, yo, I'm just trying to sit here and have a conversation. But these people know how to press buttons. And, you know, that's unfortunate because now he has the habit of practicing um, basically rage versus, you know, understanding of clarity. Mm-hmm. So that he can potentially get better. They're not seeing the bigger picture because you know, Jamox does have a son. He does have a dream. He does have a hope. And again, not all those things are defined. Yeah, The son is definitive. But if you have kids, you know that's a work in progress that the day they die mm-hmm. or the day you die. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's never going to be a, a done deal or, a, oh, we finished. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, what's going on today? <laughs> mm-hmm. And continue to problem solve. So what are some of the problems that you've worked on as you continue to try to find your uh, that that mental space to really believe that you can do more? You know, it's like some people, we talked about it, you you know, you said in when I was talking to them all yesterday, it's like, oh, I, I, 
I know I'm 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 a good person. I know that I'm good. Nah, you you don't believe it. <laughs> you you don't believe it, and then that lack of belief, when there's an ounce of doubt, it it'll stop you from growing. Yeah. No, I mean, and so what? Reframe the question one more time. Basically, what headspace do you have to live in, or what space do you think you need to create so you can really, truly embrace this this big journey that you're walking down of trying to become this great person. Um, something that I definitely think that, you know, has helped in times when, uh, I do get that, that time to myself is just being alone, you know, really being alone, being with my thoughts, um, in a good way to be clear, you know, if when I say being alone, I'm like, yo, let me go to the gym by myself and get a good workout in and really just think through like, you know, I don't, I haven't listened to music in the gym in years now. <laughs> like it's either I'm there without headphones on processing everything that's going on. Um, releasing any, you know, negativity out, you know, because the gym is always a great release. Um, but then also even listening to either something motivational, something inspiring or something I want to learn about. Um, the other thing is also being really, really working on the patience part. I think a lot of us get caught up in trying to rush things, trying to, you know, get the end result. But in reality, you know, working on yourself, it, that's a that's a that's going to go on for the rest of your life. You know, I remember you asked me a question one day. You did you think you're a good person? I remember I responded. I was like, yeah, 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 I think I'm a good person. And, like, you know, I sat there and I was like, hold on one second. I, I answered that way too quickly. Let me take a step back and really think about what he just asked. And then I was like, you know what? Let me, let me retract said statement. I'm not a good person. I'm a person who is trying to work at being better every single day, but I'm not a good person because I've done some fucked up shit in my past um, you know, and that's the thing is like, all you can do is work to be better, but trust what me. What are the things that you're doing to define good now? And I don't know what your definition was then, mm -hmm. but we talked about, you know, we, we've already walked through, uh, at times where he's been inconsiderate and he didn't realize that mm -hmm. he was being inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. So you look up and you say, what are the things that you're framing in your head, um, to make sure that you kind of walk down that road of good and what's good to you and what's good for you? Mm -hmm. Um, definitely. Like you, like you said, consideration for sure. Um, definitely clarity. You know, I've heard you say it time and time again. You know, clarity is probably one of the best things between two men um, that you could have. And, uh, you know, working on that, communication as well. I think communication is something that is extremely underestimated. And a lot of people think they can communicate, but they cannot. Well, and this is the thing, knowing that you can communicate with your people. You know how many things we bottle in, right? Mm -hmm. I tell everybody, and, and shout out to her, I got on Sharp's K9. I had to be a scary moment calling me, of all people, and saying, hey, look, she got pregnant, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a scary thing. I put a dog in her hands. Dog gets pregnant, and it's an accident. Never happened in my hands, but never say never, right, because anything's possible. Yeah. But him calling me, I said, oh, man, I said, listen, I can't help but do anything. Um, let me know if you need something, bro. Just take care of the dog. And he's like, oh, shit, really? That's it? And then he met, mind you, the next day, he's up here. Yeah, I'm hanging out. He's doing the same thing. We saw we do it. I miss a beat. I didn't mistreat him. I wasn't angry. And that, that throw a nigga off too because he go, oh, man, this nigga really ain't mad. Yeah. Um, I told them all I can live with the truth. What I can't live with is being deceitful and trying to figure things out. You can bring me the worst news because I'm expecting you to grow. Yeah. And I'm I, I'm a part of that process regardless. So bring me the shit so we can get, get over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then bring me the good stuff as well. Hey, man, and the honesty, especially with yourself, is a huge thing. I mean, the sooner you can be honest with yourself, the sooner you can actually work through the things um, that are potentially problems. And, uh, I mean, this goes back to a perfect example. I mean, you highlighting the, the, the stand reaching out to you in terms of, you know, Amir getting pregnant, mm -hmm. you know, randomly. 
you know, that goes back to a time when uh, when Gia, when her, her leg was hurt, right? And then she had the band, and, you know, we had left. To, we were supposed to watch her. We left to go do something real estate-wise real quick. And then in that time frame, that's all it took. Was, it was, we were in gone even 30 minutes, but in that time frame, she had chewed through her cast and stuff like that. And then I didn't communicate, like, hey, man, this is what's going to – we're about to go do this or da-da-da-da-da. And that was one of those moments. And I remember coming back the next day, and, you know, he was like, so walk me through. And But that for me was like, yo, I had to own it. I was like, yo, that's on me, man. That was on me. I was like, I couldn't, I wasn't going to try to like, oh, well, this is it. No, that was just flat out on me. I made the mistake. And I think the sooner you can be really honest with yourself in the moment and be truthful. Um, and I think even Trev said it after that. He was like, you know, he saw, you know, a moment of growth in that moment. Because, we, were, yeah, it was just like. The marks lack accountability. Yeah. Go, wow, it could communicate and be real. And then after, oftentimes um, your response to stuff is patronizing. Mm. Because you know to do better, but they're just like, oh, he's not really getting it. You yeah. can tell that too. So don't don't always take someone's even honesty for what is what's being or them accountable. You're like, this nigga then did such and such. But I saw incremental moments of growth um, consistently with him. So you go, oh, this was another moment where he was like, yo, you see his face change, you see the motion take over. Because um, when you live in pride, nothing comes. So you just like, man, fuck you. It happened. Yeah. So you know. Mm-hmm. So when you saw like, oh damn, this is the problem. I fucking know better. That's all bet. He's going, we can keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing also. You just accountability. That was another thing I lacked for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Very, very long time. And even then, you know, still, I'll have my moments, but I'm, I'm more aware and conscious of it. And I'm willing to take responsibility for any of my actions, especially choices now that I make. And that's <laughs> the one thing I didn't do for the longest time. I wanted to always blame, but it was always my fault. I made the choice. I made the decision. And I think that's the other part is most people want to defer and put it on something else or someone else or blame something when in all actuality, you got to take responsibility for your actions and your choices. And I think the sooner you can do that, the easier it is also to start moving forward in life. Yeah. You know, that's the thing because now you're not trying to, you know, hide behind a lie or anything like that or trying to, you know, justify anything. You're just like, yo, this is what it is. This is what happened. You know, I can't change it, but I can try to do better moving forward. So what is one of the things that you think keeps a person lost then? I mean, I think, a, I mean, a little bit of everything we just highlighted, their lack of clarity, their lack of accountability, um, their own personal choices as well, too. I mean, we all have that choice to either get up and do more or we can get up and do less. And a lot of people just to get up and just kind of do the bare minimum. And in all actuality, if you really want your life to change, it does take some effort on your part. Inconsistency. Yeah. There, yeah, exactly. Like It took me having to get an ankle, an ankle monitor on my thing. For me to finally like, yo, you got something's got to change, <laughs> like, and that's the thing. I'm like, I'm, and it, it got to that point. Like, I, I had to keep striking out. Unfortunately, and this is not for everybody. You know, yeah. some people, you know, might get burned once and be like, okay, you know what? That's probably not the move. But for me, I just like kept testing the water. I'm like, let me keep see if I can keep getting burned, see what happens. And it got to the point like, yo, you do this again, like you're gonna be gone for life. Yeah. You know, so, for, you know, everybody is different, but it's just. It's it's one of those things you got to make sure, like, if you really want change in your life, it is possible, but it definitely starts with you and nobody else. Yeah. There you go, people. Listen, mm-hmm. you have, you, you, you're you out there dealing with being lost, struggling with, you know, tightening up your mentality. I could tell you this. I didn't sleep well. And, uh, you know, Jamar just got here to the house. and He right up and, you know, made me a little coffee and said, let's get into this topic real quick. Make sure yeah. we... Uh, keep leaning to this thing and so i'm i'm up 15 minutes realistically i mean i got up earlier 
It's like seven something, eight something, let the dogs out. But uh, point is, is uh, I'm a habit of work. So when there's work to be done, I'm supposed to go to the gym. And mm-hmm. I go, I'm not rushing. So you go, we rush now that I'll be rushing to this thing. And rush. The gym going to be open. And today's not a big day of work because tomorrow's going to be crazy. Um, the following day as well. Mm-hmm. So at any who, what I would tell you people, especially if you're dealing with being lost or feeling lost, is find your community. Um, and your community is going to tighten up your communication. And that communication is going to help you find clarity so you know how to speak to yourself. Or in moments of uncertainty and insecurity, you can reach out to basically a community leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and that community leader can help you uh, keep believing in yourself and attempt to find you. You're going to continue to make a few mistakes uh, or poor choices, what I like to call them. Yeah. Attempt to make better choices and align with what it is you're saying versus what it is you're doing. Yeah. Words are the cheapest thing on earth. <laughs> They're very cheap, unfortunately. Um, you know, this world's filled with a bunch of words, but nowadays not a lot of actions. So, you know, DeMarcus shows up every day and he's putting forth these right actions and he's seen the return on time. And I mean, fast forward, uh, also, you know, I try to lead by example, yeah. uh, but realistically it has nothing to do with him. It's like, I have to be this way. Yeah. And he's seen that consistency for years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> years now. And I'm going to stay consistent. Um, do you have anything that you would tell or would want someone to be motivated by? Uh, you know, that's dealing with, with the lost feeling because I don't know how to feel lost. I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to. Um, they wanted me to be certain. And, and my last name's Cochran. And they wanted, they like, yo, you're a cock. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, and, and, and so even my grandmother, she's just scares be it. We were church kids. She says certain things. God ain't gonna let you get away with boy. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you were a kid, you were like, oh, for real, that's crazy. But I, I probably shouldn't be doing this. Cause you think something real bad is gonna happen. Um, so nothing really bad ever happened to me. Yeah. Because I was like, I was, you know, lived in that little bit of fear. Yeah. Uh, and then when you grew up, you go, oh, that makes sense. I would never do that anyway. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you 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 briefly just touched on it, but I mean, definitely pay attention. If you're in a place where you're feeling lost, the first thing I would say is evaluate your settings. Look at where you're at. Look at who you're around. Look, listen to what they're saying. If it's something that doesn't align with what you personally believe in terms of, you know, trying to take a step in the right direction, then you got to remove them from your your settings immediately because they're just going to continue to pull you back and down. I remember um, when I was going through, you know, that rehabilitation stage of, you know, going through the alcohol classes and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, when you're sober for once, and that's like I was sober, so I couldn't drink. So going to these classes and actually listening to everybody talk and they were putting the blame on everyone else and, you know, oh, man, well, the cop pulled me over. I was like, bro, but you was the one driving and drinking and all this. I was like, that's your own fault for getting pulled over. He was just doing his job. You know, at the root of it, you know, everybody's pointing the finger, but they didn't want to point the finger at themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, really, you know, identifying your settings, changing those settings, getting around. Because the law is very simple. Don't drink or drive. Yeah. How many times have you have you heard that you're like, hey, don't drink and drive? Yep. It's no technicality. It's no big drawn out amendment. It's like, yo, don't drink and drive. Yeah. What, what, how simple could that even be? Exactly. And that's the thing. But these people wanted to live in their feelings, their emotions. They wanted to feel like they were right. But even though they were doing wrong, they wanted to take accountability for their actions. Mm-hmm. So definitely look at and identify your settings change them if nothing aligns with them and get around some people who are thinking who are more forward thinking 
and who can give you a different perspective on life. You know, and that's what happened to me. I went through that process. I'm hearing all these people complain about their situation to them. And I'm like, I'm finally at a point where I'm like, yo, like, like I'm sitting here because this is my fault. Mm-hmm. This is probably the first time. And I've been, you know, on and off probation for like basically six to eight years. And that was probably the final first time I went into an alcohol class and actually like, yo, y'all are all full of shit. Y'all aren't taking accountability for any of your actions. I was like, and for once, I was I was sober. I was taking care of myself. I was back in the gym, things like that. I'd finally gotten around people like Trev, and I'm here, and I'm like, yo, like having a different outlook on life. Everybody just wants to have that victim mentality bullshit. Yeah. The alcohol didn't walk us up to your house. Yeah. It didn't happen. You had to go get it and then plunge yourself into it. Man, or you went to the bar and did way too many shots and did all the extra dumb shit that you shouldn't have been doing. Had no clue that it was time to stop. Exactly. That's enough. That's enough now. <laughs> but yeah, identifying those settings, man, really paying attention to who you're around, what you're listening to, what you're consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things play a factor. You know, I wasn't consuming the right the right material at the time. You know, I was just watching movies just to watch movies. I remember I was inspired by like, remember that movie Project X? Yeah. You ever see? Yeah. That's yeah. a huge party movie, right? First person shooter. Oh, man. Yep. And I like the way it was shot, to be clear. I was like, oh, yeah. man, this is a great movie. But I like... Every time I wanted to go get have a good time, I'm like, let me put this movie on. And then I get turned up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're about to have a good time tonight. No, that was not the move. You know, that was definitely not the move. And, you know, so when you're consuming all these things, I mean, I remember I was watching party movie after party movie after party movie. No wonder why I wanted to go out and have fun all the time and do nothing, really, realistically. <laughs> but then you turn around, and you start, you know, changing the things that you're consuming, things that you're reading, things that you're listening to, the people you're conversing with. That's what really started the path of me coming down the journey that I am now. Yeah. And that's why I was like, yo, so settings, I think, is probably one of the most important things you want to pay attention to first if you ever feel lost. There you go in your mental settings, people. Mental settings first. Then kind of work around and <clears throat> get rid of some of those people. Yeah. Well, listen, we're not going to keep you guys too long. Um, as I said, I've not dealt with that emotion or feeling of being lost. I've been not so sure about things specifically that I was building, um, but I think that's a commonality. That's common. When you are trying to figure out how to get somewhere, you build something, and I always talk about Amazon, mm-hmm. but you know, you build this online bookstore, and you don't know how big it's going to get or how to get there, but you know what you you know you know what you know, yeah. um, and you know that you got to learn something new every day. So the you know the application of of <clears throat> what you're experiencing is how you stay from being lost by showing up and doing the work. Mm-hmm. So as long as I stay working, which I've done for a very long time, I don't think that particular thing will ever come. And I'm the first person to call somebody I know who's equipped or <clears throat> has more information to me on a topic. And, you know, even <clears throat> I woke up a little bit ago and I messaged the homie uh, earlier this week. I said, hey, here are 10 topics I want to cover with you. What, what day can you go over your house? You know, and my my people are, are busy people, to say the least. So you get the message, um, I'll be back Friday. Let's, let's talk and go such and such. Then another dude I want to get... He texted me the same. He said, "Hey, Trev, tell me ten o'clock. I'm back in town. Want let me let me know. Let me look at my thing, and I'll get with you this week." You go, but I'm a dog on the bones. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a hound. You like you gotta tell me to fuck off. <laughs> Otherwise, I ain't letting I ain't letting go. So that lost thing, um, I pray to God that I never get, you know, too lost. Because if I'm lost, I'm probably dead. That's yeah. the truth, people. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people like Demarcus who are dependent and counting on, kind of you know my guidance even. Mm-hmm. And um, in leadership, so you know I can't get, I can't live there. Um, and we didn't get here because I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've written out plans and told everybody exactly what was going to happen, exactly what I think they should do, and that doesn't mean the plans don't change or improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what? Impro- Improving is the key. So 
I'm telling you right now, if you are dealing with loss, like he said, tighten up your community. Uh, community, um, I'm, it's the root word for me, is communication. And, and, you know, get together with people who want to grow and get together with people who are already growing. Get together with people who've grown. Yeah. And, and who, like, when I say grown, successful people, so they could then help maybe shift a couple of thoughts in your mind because you didn't think the way that they were thinking or see what they were seeing and so many other things, people. So I always say this now, and it's, it's very simple. Stay motivated, people, and uh, good luck. <laughs>